Okay, welcome to our interdimensional through time journey this week through concepts that will blow your mind on questionable podcast. So yeah, welcome. Um, this week we also we are talking about time travel, just so people know. And I am the prime, or no, I'm not the primary host. I don't know, I'm supposed to stop saying that. I am one of the hosts, Lydia, and our other host. May. Yeah, that's my intro. Well, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that intro. If you could bring that kind of energy to our intros every time, I don't know, yeah. that was pretty impressive. I would like, I'm glad, because I was, I, the moment you, you just asked me to come up with an intro, and I was like, dang, I should have been writing one for this, like, all week, because I could have made that so much better, you know? Like, I could have got some, like, Star Trek music playing in the background, I don't know. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're excited about this topic. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we can also mention the other thing, which is, May also changed our topic again on me at the last minute. But luckily, she's been changing it to stuff that I like, like, I almost like better than our previous ones. So it's been okay the past couple times. Yeah. We're just going to have to hope she's, I'm going to have to do something if she wants to change the topic to, like, houseplants or something like that. I'll put my foot down. <laughs> yeah, you know you can, you have just as much say in what we talk about as I do, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, an interesting thing about the podcast planning process is, yes, I do often change what I want to talk about last minute, but it's because we'll have an idea and then I'll start researching it and I will be like, oh, this is kind of not that interesting. Like, I don't, I'm not that inspired about what I'm finding with that original idea but then I find stuff that's sort of related to it that is inspiring and I'm excited to talk about so yeah Yeah. I'm not going to apologize for changing it last minute when that is the reason and I'm sorry if it is inconvenient no it's okay I I just need something to be able to like drag you over you know you know yeah this is the only thing that works for me, and it's not even that good, so. Ugh. Yeah, there's just nothing to drag me over. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we're talking about time travel, which is a kind of daunting for me for a couple of reasons. One, just I don't really know anything about physics, and I don't think Lydia knows that much either. Maybe some, but just... You know, disclaimer, we're probably going to say some things that are not scientifically accurate in this episode. We're just Mm -hmm. having fun. Talking about stuff we don't know anything about. (laughs) So, yeah, time travel is, like, from just a purely scientific perspective, it's, like, confusing and complicated and researching it made me feel a little overwhelmed. But that is not the first time that I have felt overwhelmed thinking about time travel. A lot of the time, if I read a book or watch a movie that has time travel in it, I enjoy the book or movie. Like, I think it's a fun concept. But the moment I start trying to, like, understand 
what is happening and I'm like if they went back in time and did this then that wouldn't be a thing I just like feel overwhelmed and confused and then I stop thinking about it Mm -hmm. but it's really interesting like I enjoyed doing research for this even though there was a lot I didn't understand still learned some cool stuff I would love to have this episode be like a lecture about all the cool physics behind time travel but I have such a poor understanding of it that that wouldn't work so I'll just share some fun facts or whatever as they come up yeah I was listening to a podcast I see I my research was this was listening to other people's podcasts on time travel but that this the person who was hosting this podcast was like he had worked he would you know advised some movies with time travel and stuff and he was just saying how like when he gets like you know the script for the movie and they want him to like add some science to it or whatever for like their time travel section that he doesn't like because you know a lot like their scripts are usually like wrong like scientifically but that you, you like he would take you know like take the science or like what he knows about this you like the world that they're they've made for their movie and like make the science work around that instead of trying to like make the science work in line with our world so like you can't even you know compare movies to our world half the time i don't know like that's why i don't know that's why like movies don't bother me too much with time travel because you know it's like it's just you know it's not it's like unicorns unicorns don't bother me but you know they're not real as far as i know but then also I know what you mean I because I have listened to like like I said I like I really like time travel and I've listened to like science books on it and those are always hard to like wrap your mind around afterwards so like I know I know what you're feeling it's just like you know movies don't bother me with it yeah I'm really glad that we're talking about this because in our last episode we almost could have started talking about time travel because we were talking about if we could go back in time and visit ourselves at the beginning of 2020. And then I had some ideas about that, and Lydia got really upset. And I didn't push you on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, what did... Oh, yeah, you were worried about, like, the fact that you could kill your grandparents or something like that. I don't know. It's like... I don't completely understand it. They keep coming up with new things that confuse me. But, like, that it's not really possible. Okay, so, like, this, I had read some books, and this is what I thought they were, like, talking about. That it's not really possible to go back in time um, in this dimension. Like, maybe you could go back, like, into a different dimension. It would be an earlier time. But... I, I was just listening to some newer stuff. I mean, and I've, I think I've heard about, you know, I think that thing, idea of, like, getting two kind of connected black holes and getting back in time, like, if you could, like, stay alive at their singularity or whatever. And then apparently, the, I did not know about this, and I feel like this is something that would have been in the news or something, but apparently some scientists, I feel like they were, I don't remember what they were, and I don't, I should have written this down, but I don't remember what they sent back. It was some type of particle or something like that. They sent back in time to try to kill itself. 
which I think they succeeded sending it back, but they couldn't get it to kill its previous self for some reason. Like, they tried multiple times and it wouldn't kill it. So, I don't know. I feel like, like, I just, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that that would be a problem. And I don't think you'd be able to just disappear. And, you know, there's, you know, like, you can't just, like, yeah. Well, some articles that I read talked about something interesting, which is that, according to some theories, obviously we don't know what, like, reality is. These are all theories. But it would be impossible to go back in time to change something on purpose because it creates a paradox, which is, you know, if I, let's say I wanted to go back to two hours ago and change what I ate for lunch. If I did that and I changed what I ate for lunch, then I would have no reason to go back and change what I had for lunch. I don't think I explained that well, but if you want to go back with the purposes of like stopping something and then you successfully stop it, then you would have no reason to go back. So it wouldn't work. But if you went back in time and the time that you went back to wasn't in the same like timeline or whatever, mm-hmm. timeline is kind of a weird word, but as the one you're in, if it was like a parallel one, you're right. still changing it and it wouldn't affect you at all because they're different. Right. Well, I mean, that brings up the, you know, multiverse theory, which is one thing that time travel could sort of be is shifting into an alternate reality that it is just a different time. And then your old reality, that's still continuing, but without you in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know which one is right. I feel like things that cause paradoxes usually are not exactly right. What do you mean? I don't know. I mean, you just might not understand, you know, if there's a paradox, I mean, I guess it's, you know, maybe you just don't understand the whole thing. of Maybe we, like, as a humanity, don't understand the full extent of the paradox, so we can't know if it's, you know, actually a paradox or not. I mean, then it wouldn't be a paradox. I don't know. I said stop talking. (laughs) Yeah. And here's another thing. So here's another paradox that was that time traveling in the same universe would cause a problem. This I, this is like in a book. I, um, actually I'll like explain this. I used to, when I was younger, like 13 or 14, I used to want to be a quantum physicist or a uh, you know, like some, you know, search, like research quantum mechanics. So, like, I read like all of the Brian Green books and like the brief history of time. So, if you want to know where I'm like, I my reference is from, and if you want to like check me, I highly recommend those books. Cool. I just watched a documentary on quantum mechanics. There was also a lot of that I didn't understand, but hopefully, hopefully, I know enough that I can. <laughs> I, I don't know. This podcast is not supposed to be something where we talk about quantum mechanics because it's very complicated and yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm, I'm interested in it. 
Like, I'm glad we're talking about this. It's very interesting as a hobby or something. Not really a hobby. Something to listen to and think about. Um, But so the paradox was, I don't know, I don't think I'm telling this the way they told the story exactly right. But so it's like, um, you know, May somehow got on a boat or not a boat. She got a time machine to go forward in time, like a year. And she's like, you know, she's looking around. She's like, you know, kind of taking everything in, writing it down, you know, to bring, because she's going to go back, because she can go back to, um, and she finds a newspaper that has her mom on the cover, and her mom made a crazy discovery about, like, you know, some kind of great technological leap in, like, I don't know, physics or something like that, and she was like, wow, I don't, I didn't think my mom was going to be like this, my mom does not seem headed on this track at all. But so, you know, you, you know, take a picture of it and, you know, all the other things. And then you go home, you time travel back to your time that you originally came from. And you, you know, you're, you know, everything else is like slowly becoming the way you had seen it. Like things are lining up. But your mom's like not starting to, she's not doing anything with physics or anything like that. And you're like, well, how is she ever going to make this crazy discovery? So then, because you didn't show her anything. Like, you know, you didn't want to mess anything up. You're going to wait until, like, the time to, like, show your discoveries. But then it's, like, a week before the time that you had went to and your mom hasn't done anything. So you're, like, you find, you, like, cave. I know you're a really bad scientist for doing that. But you show your mom the discovery and you guys decide to just, like, show it to the world so that the timelines will line up and then they do line up perfectly and there's just knowledge that came from nowhere right yeah i don't know you you are bringing up the novikov self-consistency principle and the concept of free will in time travel i yeah i guess so the novikov self-consistency principle is something that avoids the paradox of you know like all changing things I don't know exactly what paradox it avoids but basically according to the Novikov self-consistency principle oh like like, like, how to explain this well no but like it's a repeating but it's like what what like you time traveling from the future is already a part of the past Mm-hmm. So you can't change anything because that time traveling is something that has already affected right. the past. But then, since this this paradox shows that you could get knowledge from nowhere, which shouldn't be really possible, um, which is, I don't know, that one just like, I was like, whoa, that is a problem. But why I don't, I don't know. I think that's another reason they don't think that one is exactly possible. Right. And then that thing of free will, I didn't read a lot about it, but it's interesting that it's like, yeah, let's say I did time travel and my mom made that discovery and whatever. I am sort of like, I'm obligated to tell her that information. But you're not not conceptualize what that would feel like or something, but what if I didn't? How would that work? 
if because that that is the future that is going to happen and it's a week away and I have the information that will create that future what would happen if I really did not tell her well then then it would have to be if you're like if your Novikov principle isn't true it would have to be multiple universes like that was how they explained it is that you would just be in a different universe where that didn't happen yes that and that makes sense to me i really like multiverse theory i feel like it makes things easier to understand it's like if i'm just jumping around into different universes then i don't have to worry about like consistency yeah not that, I mean, if it really is going to happen no matter what, you don't really have to worry about it. Because, like, you know, if you're still not thinking about it, it's not going to change anything if it is never going to change anything. So, yeah. <laughs> May is making all these grimacing faces on the camera. <laughs> it hurts my brain. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know time travel it freaks me out I've always you know whenever it has come up in my life it's like if you could go back in time and do whatever I always say no I'm not messing with time I'm too I'm very afraid of messing up time I'm very afraid of the butterfly effect see but like I all of these like scientific things we have just talked about don't like that's not a thing that could happen in any of these like having you like you know in like back to the future like you wouldn't just like evaporate or whatever that kid does like that's just like i don't think that works with any of their any of the possible ideas you know like so if you killed someone it would you would have are you either would have already killed them or you would it wouldn't make a difference on your life i mean maybe you wouldn't be born in that timeline but like do you care does that matter no because i mean i don't really care about what i'm doing in different timelines because according to quantum theory like everything that can happen is happening regardless of what timeline i'm in so worrying about what is happening in other timelines is pointless because everything is happening in other timelines. Because, you know, I would just go back in time and just, like, murder all of my great-grandparents just to see what would happen. And if nothing happened, I guess I just murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should look for that. Now I'm gonna have to, like, go look for, like, you know, like, weird murders of, like, random people all at the same time. And I'll be like, haha. I have, I'm going to start a new conspiracy theory. If anyone wants to join me on this, this is I'm going to prove time travel has already happened by from some other universe if a bunch of people are dead. That's my plan. Okay, <laughs> like, good luck with that. We'll make a post about it. Just wait. And you might be kind of a step ahead of me with like understanding this because if you, what if you did? go back in time, and maybe it wasn't your own grandparents, okay? But you go back and you kill somebody else's grandparents. Like, what if you, Lydia, traveled back in time and killed one of my grandparents? You know, that, that means my parents, wh whichever parent would not have been born, and then I would not have been born, and 
everything that has resulted from my parents and my existence would not have happened. And then you, like, go back to present. What do you think would happen? And do you not have a problem with that? Okay, with no. With the world without me in it? No, I don't have a problem with that because I think if I came back to the exact place that I was, like, the exact universe and everything, then everything would still be exactly the same. Either you were switched at birth or I killed your parents in a different timeline that doesn't affect me. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe your parents, like, grandparents were, like, cheating on each other or something, so it doesn't matter if I killed that one, because that's the only way it would work if it was only, if our timeline was the only one that I affected. That it would have right. already happened, and it already, you know, it was always happening, or I killed them in a different timeline. And I, I, mean, I wouldn't want you to be dead in any timeline, but, like, it wouldn't affect this me (laughs) yeah that makes sense but that is only according to the Novikov self-consistency principle and if that like let's say that there's one universe okay and the self-consistency principle does not exist and you really because this is all theoretical right like we don't know Mm -hmm. we can't bet on some theory being the case and what if you so what if you did go back in time and kill one of my grandparents and then you went back to the present and everything was different does that not scare you i mean because it sounds to me like you are kind of assuming that either multiverse theory or the novikov principle okay i see what yeah i see what you're saying um I think if I was prepared, I mean, I, I think it would be a little bit scary, but like, it would also be so interesting. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm sure everything would be like, you know, very different, at least in my life, if I killed your parents or whatever. But, you know, I don't know. You know, I, yeah, but it, like, it would scare me, but like, not that. It doesn't scare me enough not to do it if it was possible. Okay. But it just, it, like, I mean, it just messed, like, that, I, yeah, that one has lots of problems, so I don't, that's why I don't really think that's what would happen. Though I suppose maybe if I couldn't, yeah, I don't really know how going back and forth between dimensions work, or, like, universes or whatever, so... Maybe I wouldn't, I don't know. Actually, there's, like, movies where they don't get back into the right one and stuff, so maybe that would happen. I don't know. But I guess I gathered that it you would not go back and kill your grandparents or my grandparents. Well, I mean, I, according to the grandfather paradox, it wouldn't be possible for me to kill my grandparents. And that makes sense to me. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about the grandfather paradox. I so mean, yeah. we sort of did. But the grandfather paradox is that it says that I could not go back in time and kill my grandfather because if my grandfather was dead and I had never existed, then I wouldn't be able to go back in time and kill him. Yeah. If you're assuming that it's all in one timeline or you're not your grandmother wasn't cheating on your grandfather. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, 
that's what I mean. Like the grandfather paradox, it's not exactly a paradox depending on which thing you're putting it into, like which context of universes or whatever, what context of time travel you're putting it into. It's not always a paradox. Like the fact of killing your grandfather. I don't know. I think I know what I'm talking about. Maybe not. You sound smart. Oh, yeah. That's good, I guess. <laughs> Just wait until we get a bunch of, like, people texting us, telling us we're wrong. Yeah, wait until all the quantum physicists <laughs> become fans of our podcast and yes. get us canceled. Oh, oh. God. That There's no fun. way we cancel us. We would have already had, like, relationship therapists cancel us if we could have canceled for stuff like that. I don't think there are any relationship therapists listening. Well, I don't think there's any astrophysicists listening either. So, <laughs> what if uh, if nothing bad could happen? What would you do with a time machine? Hmm. Well, okay. So, if I have a time machine, I probably have all of the stuff I would need to, like, you know, like walk around. Ooh. Oh goodness. I mean, what would I do with it? I like, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff I could do with it. I feel like if it had to be, you know, if it was like something basic, you know, like just going back somewhere on Earth, I would want to see the dinosaurs and, you know, just like hang out with them for a little bit. That's safe. Yeah, I, I have a time machine. I'm sure I have the technology to keep myself safe. <laughs> okay. And right now, are we talking about backwards in time? Because I have, because, you know, like, going forwards in time is, like, definitely possible with all the laws of physics and whatever. Right. Going forwards in time is a lot easier. But, I mean, I, st- I would still go backwards in time, I think, if we have a time machine that could do that. I don't know if I would want to see the future. Why not? Why? What? I don't know. I like... The mystery of life it sounds really cheesy and whatever, but I I don't know. I'm afraid. I feel like I'm, I sound like I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> it might be kind of true. I'm afraid of, I think if I could travel into the future, I would be afraid of, of finding out something that I didn't want to know. Hmm. Do you have examples? Like you wouldn't want to see that the world ends kind of thing yeah or like if someone i loved was going to die i wouldn't want to know when they were going to die Mm. i don't think oh yeah okay yeah i don't know i mean i mean but like if i went forward in time it wouldn't be like you know a couple of years it would be like hundreds and hundreds of years or something so hopefully anyone who would have died would be forgotten Mm -hmm. by then but, you know, maybe they have, like, all kinds of data records or something like that, and it's, like, really easy to find those things out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I would also be afraid of a feeling of responsibility. Like, if I did travel into the future and, you know, the Earth was, like, on fire because of global warming and there was something I could do to stop it or anything. Obviously, I would I want to stop global warming, but it's like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to, 
you know what's going to happen and then be worried about what I could be doing to stop it. Kind of. Well, wait, but we're assuming we can go back, right? Yes. But I mean, so you could go back and you could probably, yeah, you could like tell people that, I mean, you could change it unless you couldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I see what you mean. I don't want to complicate that by deciding how to fix global warming if you're near the future. <laughs> yeah, that's a different episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think what I'm afraid of is finding something bad that I would want to prevent. And then I would either have to deal with knowing that the bad thing was happening and that there was nothing I could do to stop it, or feel the responsibility of needing to stop the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm the only one who knows that this huge bad thing is going to happen to the earth, and I have to figure out what to do about it. I don't, I don't want that. I don't know. Okay, but you... I found, like, I would not be a good hero. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want to save the world. I, I, I... I don't really know what I'm saying, because I would want the world to be saved, I guess. But, <laughs> but also, I mean, if you could get proof, you could give that information to people who want to save the world. <laughs> Guys, I just time-traveled, and you all have to believe me, we have to save the world. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great heroic thing. Get all the hippie homeschoolers to help you. That sounds like a good movie. <laughs> We'll have to make that. It'll be like, you know, our, it'll be to put on, like, it'll be our thing we do. Make a movie about saving the world. And May being a time traveler. Yeah. But I just think dinosaurs would be cool. Why? Because, well, also, this is my other chat. When I was, like, 9 and 10, I wanted to be a paleontologist. So, I am, like, I don't know. I think, because I used to really, I love dinosaurs, like, so much. But I think it's kind of, like, translated into birds now, because they're, like, around. But they're just, like, so cool. You know? I don't know. And it's, like, I don't know. It was just, like, mind-blowing to me that we could, like, find, like, their bones and, like, know so much about them. And I would just, like, you know, love to see what they actually look like. And, you know, I'd I'd have to, like, do all the research to make sure I go to, like, the right time and place. But, like, I don't know. It just sounds really cool. And, like, giant bugs and stuff. I would just... I would love to go back there. Like you were saying, I wouldn't learn anything bad. I would probably make scientific discoveries about, like, evolution and stuff. But, like, you know, I wouldn't have to see all the sad things that happened to Earth. Or good things. You know, they could be good things. We're all saying, like, the Earth is going to catch fire. But, like, people could get their act together. Like, you don't know. That's true. I mean, (laughs) by traveling into the future, you could be the one who brings back the cure for global warming. Because that's the other thing. Like, we have solid proof that global warming's happening, and the people who are the problem still don't believe it. So even if you had time travel proof, it might not make a difference. Yeah. (laughs) Well... Traveling back to see the dinosaurs does not appeal to me because I would want to talk to people. Dinosaurs aren't going to have anything to say to me. 
I'm just gonna like sit around eating grass and each other and I would want to I'm very interested in experiencing life as my ancestors lived it you know okay you say so okay but like so if you did do that do you have like a place would you go to Europe or like would you stay in America well that's the other thing uh is location part of time travel I mean, yes, definitely. I mean, it's space-time, right? So pick a space and a time. I mean, like, the Earth moves. So if you're just, like, going backwards in time, I don't think just assuming that you would stay in the exact same spot is kind of a strange, weird idea. So I don't... I'm. We're assuming that you could just probably go wherever you want, whatever time you want. I mean, okay. like, you could end up, like... Yeah, that's what I would think. I don't know. I don't have a specific time period. I feel like I imagine myself just like 17th through 19th century Europe, but I feel like that's kind of a closed-minded idea. That's <laughs> like that's just because that's what I've seen movies about, you know, not because it would necessarily be most interesting. You know what could be interesting for humans? See, I suppose something, a benefit of Europe is that you would be able to speak their language. But, like, going to, like, Asia or Africa, like, right after humans evolved or something like that. And, like, you know, because they're still kind of more intelligent than other animals. But I don't think you'd be able to really learn their language very quickly. So I don't know about that. But something like that might be cool. When do you mean exactly? Because evolution isn't really a before and after kind of thing. Well, I think there is, they, like, scientists have, like, some cutoff point when they, like, describe the humans, like, humans reached, like, modern-day human-ish, like, physiology or whatever. So, you know, back to whatever that time is. Good chat, you can, you know, talk to the Neanderthal, Neanderthals, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, that would be super cool. But, you know, like, after they separated from, like, monkeys. I would just be interested in, like, experiencing life from a... It would be nice to experience it from, like, a wealthy perspective. But just, like, pre-modern technology. No cars or anything like that really wouldn't have to go back that far. Yeah, that's true. We could, like, you know what would also be cool is, like, you know, just being in America before um, settlers came, you know? Yeah. I think, I think why that interests me is because it's, like, really close to how my life is now, but different. Like, going back to the dinosaurs or whatever is, like, going into a whole different world, which could be cool, but I'm interested in, like, the way that my grandmother grew up, you know, where it's, like, similar in a lot of ways, but not quite the same, and noticing those differences. Huh. I mean, I see, I do see the allure of that. But, 
Yeah, and I guess you wouldn't be dying. You'd be vaccinated, so you wouldn't be dying of all the diseases they have running around. Hopefully so, yep. I know, I'd probably bring some type of disease back from the dinosaurs that's, like, terrible, and i wipe out the human race. Oh my god, that's how COVID started. I figured it out. <laughs> well, The Chinese figured out time travel. Oh my god. That makes so much sense. I, this, yep. I'm gonna start two conspiracy theories. Not one, but two. It was a bat that they brought back from the dinosaur age. Yes. Did bats exist then? I don't actually know. I don't know when bats started. Actually, you know, probably not, because mammals didn't really take off until, like, take off, like, <laughs> crack myself up. Um, mammals didn't get, like, you know, they didn't take off until, like, after the dinosaurs got wiped out more-ish. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be also cool to, like, see, like, the glaciers over, like, because there were glaciers over where we live. But that would be cool to see, just, like, glaciers covering where my home was be, you know? That would be cool. It wouldn't look like anything, though. Like, you wouldn't be able to look down and see your house through the ice. <laughs> it would be a completely different world. Like, you would feel like you were on another planet, you know? I know. But it's like, you know you're not. No, or maybe maybe like right after they were seated, so we could like you know see. Well, we live near the Great Lake, so I think right after the glaciers were seated, you could probably see that, right? And you would be able to like identify those shapes, like right after. I could like, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should think of some more times. Yeah, I don't know. Humans are, I don't know. I'm just not as interested in humans as May is. I think. Yeah. No, but like really I am interested in the people and how they were living not that long ago and those subtle differences. Mm-hmm. Like I think it would be really interesting, you know, my house is old and I've always wondered what it looked like when it was first built. Oh, yeah. Like it would be really interesting for me to just go back uh 150 years and like see that yeah yeah i wouldn't do that but i can see it being interesting it would also be cool to like you know try to find trees that were i'm just like going back to my but like if you like found a tree now and then like went back 100 or you know like 200 years to like look at the same tree or something like that that would be cool you know, like, to, like, I don't know, how old are, like, that Methuselah tree in, like, California, how old is that? I don't know how old that tree is, but, like, going back to, like, when it was a tiny baby, and then, like, taking a picture of it, but, like, yeah, barely aged a day. Would you have a camera, though? I have a time machine. Why wouldn't I not have a camera? Am I, like, well, would, it, would you be able to transport the camera through the time machine? I mean, I would think technologically, yes, but, like, if we're assuming that I can't take stuff back with me for some reason, that would be sad. But, like, a camera isn't really, like, it doesn't take anything from its environment. It just puts stuff on, you know, it actually, if it was just a phone camera, it would just, like, encode it. 
Mm-hmm. Have to survive without Wi-Fi. No, that would actually not, that wouldn't be too bad. Would there be any people you'd want to meet if you could go back in time? Like, specific people? I don't know about famous people. I That's not something I've thought a lot about. But really, I would be really interested in meeting, like, my not-distant ancestors. Like, my great-grandparents. Hmm. People who I have heard about. From uh, my yeah. family, but who died before I could meet them. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in those people. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, if your family knows about them, it probably wouldn't be too hard to find them. You could just go around with, like, a blood tester to all of the people in the city. Like, come here, mister. Well, I know their names, but, so. I mean, but you could still, like, what if you discovered that they were all, like, terrible people or something? Oh, Okay. No, so that wouldn't bother you, but, like, knowing stuff about people in the future would. I don't know. Knowing that I was descended from terrible people. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends how terrible they are. It just (laughs) doesn't seem that realistic to me because I like thinking of specific people. You know, Mm. my great-grandparents, who I know some things about, Uh but never got to meet. I think it would be fun to travel back to when they were young and meet them that is an interesting thing is like people who are older than me my parents and grandparents and stuff I've always wondered like what they were like when they were my age and it would be interesting yeah to see that yeah I don't know if I'd want to but it probably would be interesting (laughs) I feel like never be able to look at my you know, parents the same or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it'd be a, maybe it would be interesting. I don't know. Uh, so to change the subject, what do you think of the question? Is it ethical to go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby? Um. Well, I don't think it's ethical to kill, but I think I would kill him. So, I would have no problem. You would kill him. Yeah, like, I, you know, I can see it being hard, but, like, no matter what timeline it, see, that's the other thing. I don't know if, the, like, you, if we're assuming it's, like, I would stop in my timeline, I would stop, you know, like, the Holocaust kind of thing from ever happening, you know, I would, there would be, I would do it. And I'm sure people have arguments, but I don't know. I just, I, I think I would do it. I would absolutely not do it. I think, so, first of all, I don't, that is often considered an ethical dilemma, and I don't think it is an ethical dilemma. I think the ethics are obvious if you have choice between murdering one baby and preventing a world war. I I don't think those ethics really that much of a dilemma but I think the what would happen if Hitler died as a baby is a huge dilemma and okay I am not prepared to mess with that I yeah I see the point of that like it could get something worse if you killed him 
Right. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we could assume that killing him was really just as simple as, you know, the Holocaust and World War II didn't happen, and nothing bad happened because of that, and everything was all just happy, then, like, okay, great. But that is assuming a lot. And Hitler was not the only person responsible for the Holocaust. Okay, I see what you're saying. So we have to kill multiple babies. We'll just, like, make a list. We would have to kill a lot of them, but then even worse things could happen because of that. There is absolutely no way of predicting anything. I suppose. Okay, but yes, I see what you mean. I don't have an, like, I agree that I don't have an ethical dilemma killing the baby or saving a bunch of people, but I see what you mean about it being a problem of messing up the timeline or whatever craziness. But, like, I don't know, because then I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to play along with that. I don't know, just, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of uncoherent, like, words I just said for no reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, another thing that came up when I was researching this stuff is, like, the ethics uh, and consequence. So ethics are usually weighed by, you know, what are the consequences of these actions. But it is impossible to know what kind of consequences your actions could have way down the line. So how do you tell? How do you know what is right and wrong? I mean, but see, then the other thing is, if this is not how I think, I don't think anyone thinks time works this way, but, like, if you were in a movie and you messed it up and killed baby Hitler and it didn't make it better and you went back and it was, like, worse, then you could just go back and undo it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. But I'm maybe you only have one time travel option or opportunity. I don't know. But even the tiniest things could change things, and there might not be a way for you to go back and just undo it. Again, I don't want to say, like, what you can and can't do because this is all theoretical. It's kind of pointless. But, like, if you can't just snap your fingers and be like, oop, that never happened. But you have to go back and not murder him. What if you had to go back and then stop another version of yourself? Like, there was a physical being there of yourself that you had to stop. Well, hopefully before you did any of this, you would know the fact that you would be able to see yourself again. And that you would let yourself know if you needed to stop it. So you hopefully wouldn't be surprised and you would listen to yourself. Right? Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's something that we didn't talk about at all. Which is, if you're going back in time. In, you know, our, like, made-up fantasies. You go back in time and it's within your lifetime. Are you inhabiting the same physical space as your past self? Or are you... Are you your past self? No, no, oh my god. That is even worse. Like, going back into your same body. 
Yeah. Oh, God. See, why not? No, like, they did that in X-Men, I think, for one of their movies, but, like, that makes absolutely zero sense. That makes have to, like, believe in, like, the fact of there being, like, a soul or something like that. I don't know. That's just, like, makes very little sense that I can see. But, like, I don't know. I think the way they think you would do it is, like, a type of kind of teleporting, like, rebuilding yourself on the other end of wherever that is. But, like, going into the same body? What? Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I don't know how it would work physically like that, but I think that makes sense, sort of, you know, just a a recreational part of time travel. It would be, (laughs) wouldn't it be nice to go back and be able to experience things the same way you did and maybe do things differently? Okay, I would not, that is something I would not want to do. Because I know I would just make it like a million times worse. Like, just like, you know, how I am. I don't think I would be able to do that. And also, like, having that option, if you, I mean, if there isn't a limit on being able to only do it once, I'm sure you would be endlessly redoing that kind of stuff. You know, like, it feels like it would be an addictive thing if you could just kind of relive every moment. Yeah. No? This is the plot of my favorite movie (laughs) about time, which is poorly written from a scientific time travel perspective doesn't really make that much sense but it's still a really good movie Hmm. the protagonist can just like hop back into himself from the past and know what's going to happen and do things differently and i mean it's you know complicated and stuff but there is the positive of being able to experience things over and over Like, you can, if you have a happy memory, you can go be in that memory over and over. Wait, okay, and then, so with this idea, you can go back, you can go forward and backward in time? Yes. So, but then also, technically, you could live forever, right? Your consciousness could live forever? See, that makes Uh, zero sense. What? Then there's, like, two... I, no. I I told you it didn't make sense. That movie, this time travel does not make sense. It's badly written, but it's still a really good movie. Because this also brings up something that I was just introduced to now with the podcast I was listening to. What was it called? Like, now I can't remember. It was, like, presentism and... Was it infinitism? Multiatism? I don't know. Something, some, like infinite multi something like big expansive word like that and then there was like the the whatever the word i just said was but like it was the idea that i think this was an earlier type of kind of how they thought time worked that was the moment that we are in now is the only one that exists like other moments don't exist it's only the one that you're in now and they're not like they there's the past and the future But, like, the past and the future aren't equal to now. Like, they're not the same. But, like, in the more other, the other one, I cannot believe they're the simplest words ever. Um, But the idea that all moments are just, like, equal. 
And it's only like the way you're experiencing it that makes it feel like a now. And that like, you know, the past and the future are just equal as equal to now as each other. So and I feel like So it's saying that 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 it is equal or it's not equal? The I think the more like what they think now is like all moments are equal to each other. Okay. Relatively. But I think the way this movie sounds like it's basing it on is like the more presentism or whatever. I think it was presentism. That like wherever this kid's consciousness is is the only moment that is happening. And the only moment that exists. Which is like a super self-centered, but it makes sense for the movie. But like yeah. Like that that entire idea of that one is like it's very like kind of self-centered. You know? I don't know. I feel like what intuitively makes sense to me is that, you know, the past and future totally exist and you just are not consciously aware of them. Yeah. In the present moment. They're there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think, I mean, like, I think they assume they're there. They're just like, I don't know. I mean, I think you understand, actually. I don't know. But like, that they're not as equal to now as now is. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm still confused if you're saying that they are equal or they aren't equal. No, they are equal. Like the, they are. Yes. According to the science. Apparently. But not according to the movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> the science makes more intuitive sense. To okay, me. that's good. Yeah. Sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't. Like, more times it doesn't. Well, I mean, the thing about time confuses me. And, you know, like, time being linear or not. Whatever. But everything that we are aware of is, like, everything we are consciously experiencing is just stuff in our brain. (laughs) What? Yes, yeah. So... It's like time. It's we're just not conscious of what's happened. What what hasn't happened yet and what has happened. Like we are experiencing a moment, but we have no way of really un, like understanding past and future because it's just our consciousness being aware of different things happening sequentially so maybe if we get the ability if we get to be like if we find like 10 dimensional beings that can teach us how to see in 10 dimensions or be in 10 dimensions we'll be able to see all of time yeah interesting oh but that was the other thing that i was gonna say i would do if i could um time travel Mm -hmm. i would like use the time machine to make it so I could travel to a really far away solar system or something like that and not take a million years, you know? Because that's something you could do with a time machine. You know, like, if it took you a million, like, right? Hold on, I'm trying to think of how this would work. But if you had a time machine, you could get somewhere instantaneously? (laughs) I don't even know. But it it would make it easier to, like, get really far away, I would think. I don't know. But then, see, also, that's the other thing. With this time and place thing, I think if you had a time machine, you would also need to specify the place. 
Yeah. So then it would also be a teleportation machine. So then you could just go wherever you wanted anyway. Not that this yeah, that's, really that's probably true. If you had a time machine, you could say, I want to go to Paris now. Or in five seconds. Or I want to go to the Ryan's Belt or something like that. Oh my god, we need to make a time machine now. <laughs> this, like, that's... Okay, yeah, screw the dinosaurs. I'm going to a different solar system. But hmm. Yeah, you would... That would be complicated, though, because you would need the exact coordinates probably and if you don't possess the knowledge to know what those are then you would risk just ending up floating i but i think we do know the exact coordinates of some of the not too far away ones but i mean then also if you didn't get to the exact place you could probably take measurements maybe you'd have it on your spaceship i don't know and then like be able to go to the exact place if you weren't that far away I don't know. I don't know, man. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm having dreams about tonight. I'm just going to be, like, time machining. So I can't do it in real life. Do you... Now I'm trying to, like... I don't know if this is worth talking about, do you... but do you have anything you would go back and change, like, in that movie? Like, you sounded very interested in that concept. In going back and changing something? Yeah. I know, I'm too afraid. <laughs> like, it's really hard. I know we could say, you know, yeah, if you could go back and change something and know that it only had the intended consequences. But, like, that is hard for me to conceptualize. My mind just immediately goes to butterfly effect. Don't mess with anything. But I don't know. But, like, I don't think it would make that much difference. I don't know. But it totally would. Hmm. Butterfly effect is, like, impressively huge. Yeah, but we don't know that. We don't really... Yeah, we do, though. So you think just, like, you know, being... I mean, but, like... You know how many tiny factors your existence hinges on? I don't think so. I think my existence is more than just tiny factors. I think that I think it's made by tiny factors, but I think I wouldn't, you know, I don't think my who I am could change that much. And it's like, I'm not, you know, my life isn't, I don't know, like, I don't know, I feel weird saying this, but like, life isn't perfect anyway. So like, if you just make it a little more perfect or a little less perfect, or just, you know, the same perfectness. Like, it's not like I'd be ruining something absolutely perfect. I don't know. But I'm saying you could, if you went back a hundred years, you it would be very easy for you to do something that, like, prevented my great-great-grandparents from meeting. Which would then cancel the existence of me and all of my cousins and parents and grandparents and everything and then everything that their lives have affected and they have like some of those people have probably been responsible for the existence of other people like who they're not related to you know my great aunt like set some people up and then they had kids and then those kids did things 
And by changing that one small thing, you know, these two people didn't meet. They just went to the coffee shop five minutes apart. You could completely change the world now. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? It's like, should we, is there, I mean, I think it is kind of taking something that maybe shouldn't be your decision into your own hands. But like, the children that are born could be just as like, you know, cool and meaningful as who would have been born otherwise. I don't know. That is true. But we don't know that. We don't know that, but we also don't know. You could make, like, maybe someone who's going to become, like, the person who saves the world from climate change gets born if I change something little accidentally. So you just don't have any attachment to your current reality? Not really. (laughs) I mean, I like the people in it. Like, I mean, that's the only thing is, you know, like, I love my family and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. Like, if the... Because, just, you know, you... Me thinking about you going back and making it so that my great-great-grandparents never met, that kind of freaks me out because I... There are a lot of things that I like. You know, I like existing. But you wouldn't. But you you wouldn't. Don't care. You wouldn't know you were missing anything if you never existed. <laughs> and what about the poor people who won't exist if I don't change something? Do you not have sympathy for them? You're making kind of good points. <laughs> I mean, I see. I would still be sad. I would still be sad to lose the people I have. But I don't know. If I was, like, all alone or something like that, I would be like, whatever. Half the world's burning anyway, I might as well change something. I Maybe, you know, maybe it's just the fact that, like, I really don't think, like, I don't know, but maybe you think this is more possible than I do and it's easier for you to be invested in what could happen because you're more serious about it than I am. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think this would happen, so I'm just gonna, like, cause havoc and, like, blow up some butterflies. But I don't know if that would make it. I don't. I don't think it's likely. Like, this doesn't stress me out because I think it's actually going to happen. I don't know why I feel so invested in that and like making sure everything's perfect and all that. (laughs) Might just be a personality thing, you know. Hmm. Interesting. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to, like, analyze that. But I'm, I don't know. I think Maze just more likes things. And I just want to cause chaos wherever it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I am more of a perfectionist than you are. Just in normal life. So, I think it fits with your personality. That you just want to, like, go back in time and, like see what happened you know no we're gonna have to do a poll for this on instagram this will be this is a good week for this we can say like would you go back in time and change stuff stuff would you kill your grandparents see but i don't think you could erase your existence i think that is completely ridiculous in any way you look at it 
feel like maybe I, maybe have the copy of you. See, I almost feel like if you did teleport back in time, there would still be a version of you left behind in the time you left. You know? So then there would be like... Well, that is something I've always wondered about is if it's like, you know, you can just pop back to the past and then you can pop forward back to the present why is that the present kind of and it's like is time going on without you which makes sense if time is sort of constant and you're only conscious of it in a linear way yeah because then you can just go back to the moment that you went back Mm -hmm. yeah you know so that that's why like the the idea of all moments being equal i think you know like all moments are happening so like you know it's not only the one that you're experiencing right i don't know right so but i because then it would just be like cloning yourself which you know i think that's how i don't even know how they think teleportation would work i don't really know breaking down someone you know that kind of craziness and there would be infinite numbers of views. I'm okay with a clone army. I would like that. I think I would like that. Maybe I wouldn't. Well, the clone of you would just be you. So are, so, are all clones of me, so, me though? I kind of think so. I mean, okay, yeah, no, I, talking about, like, I think so too, but. Because if you, you know, like traveled in time or whatever and then there was still a version of you that kept living in you know the reality that you traveled from that's still you like that person it might not be the body that you are consciously inhabiting but you would like that thing would still do exactly what you would do and you would never, I don't, you would never go back, like, I don't think there's any kind of melding that's going to happen here. Ugh. And then you'd be older, too. That'd be really weird. Yeah. Which is why I think the thing that's sort of easiest for me to understand or accept is that time traveling would just be traveling to an alternate reality where it just happens to be a different time. Yeah. But, you know, the old you's still continuing on, and then everything you do creates other universes. Mm-hmm. It's just which one you're in and what time that happens to be on. And if time is simultaneous, then it's just about, like, where you are. Huh, this just, like, I wish I could imagine things in more dimensions than I can. I just, it hurts my brain that I can't. Like, I feel like there's no way to imagine other dimensions without being able to imagine another dimension, and it bothers me. (laughs) I just, Maybe if I get, like, struck by lightning or something, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna figure it out. What you have to do is travel into the future when there will be, like, special goggles. Goggles? (laughs) (laughs) But, like... I don't know if my, like, my brain would never be able to do it, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe that's where I'll go after I die. 
I'll go. I'll be able to see in all dimensions. But unfortunately, I don't think that's what's gonna happen. God damn it. I mean, but that's why there's like that thing that people are always showing with like, you know, the ant on the wire or whatever. Because the only way to imagine more dimensions is imagining a creature in less dimensions than you, than you are in. But I just want to see more dimensions. It makes me mad that I can't. <laughs> this is going to have a lot of me just like complaining. Yeah. Does that not bother you? Like the fact that we can never see other dimensions? I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but I have been frustrated. You know, if someone's like, fourth dimension, I'm like, what is it? How? Alrighty. See you next time in a new okay. dimension. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. We're going to wrap it up after that rather mind-boggling discussion. I feel simultaneously more dumb than I did before <laughs> and more smart than I did before. I agree. So Talking about that stuff just makes you feel that way, I think. Yeah. It's like, what I do understand, I'm like, well, that's so cool. I'm so smart. <laughs> and then Everything I can't understand, I'm like, I don't know. There are just some things that I'll never be able to understand, and I have to accept that. And some things humanity will never be able to understand. You know, like, some yeah. of the stuff, like, some people do understand it, and it's, like, crazy impressive, but, like, see, that's what's like, I just, like, I don't know how, like, Stephen Hawking came up with some of the stuff he did. Like, I don't understand some of these people. It's, like, really crazy to think about. Like, we cannot conceptualize what we cannot conceptualize. And, like, there's no way around it. <laughs> you either understand something or you don't. And I, yeah, I have no idea how people do it. <laughs> so, anyway... Thank you for listening to this episode of Questionable. You can follow us on Instagram at questionablepod to see us post pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, the things that go down on Instagram. <laughs> the things that go down. <laughs> Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend to listen to an episode of our show so we can add more people to our cult. Oh yeah. And wait what? It's a cult now? I'm scared. Am I a cult no, leader? And well your conspiracy cult. <gasps> oh right. right, yes. So Lydia needs more members to back up her conspiracy theories because I'm not participating. Mm -hmm. Uh what? The, if if they become more than theories, then you might be able to get me on board. I can get on board with facts. Okay. I cannot get on board with all theories. Okay. Okay. I'm bringing the I'm gonna bring the data next time I see you. I'll have it all on like a big spreadsheets or something. Okay. Yeah. I'll look forward to cool. it. So we'll see you in two weeks with more questionable content. Bye. Bye. Just think about how we're talking to you from the past.
right now. <laughs> That's my outro. Goodbye, folks. Our space traveling companions. <laughs>